like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today episode you want to open your bible to the uh, book of first corinthians chapter number one the verse number 10 we we stand in this house we stand in this house to honor god in the reading of his word and so first corinthians chapter one the verse number 10 i'll be very brief today even in the name of the lord jesus christ now i plead with you brethren by the name of our lord jesus christ that you all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment now i plead with you brethren by the name of our lord jesus christ that you all speak the same thing if the bible is yours you can underline the same thing and that there be no divisions amongst you but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment sit down on your enemy's head without apology palandociously now the topic of my message this morning is the importance of togetherness the importance of togetherness and then the apostle paul uh, speaking to the church of corinth said yeah papa i want a message is more i think one of the wednesday service or can say me say corinth church no 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 Aduma mubebre, ewa aduma chedie, eni niema bebre mu nansu sa asore no, enu musu nana entawantawa bebre ewa, enu nana konsun konsun akayo, eni pape mu ni niema ensemfata, sa asafuni mu nana sa niema no. And so the Bible makes us understand. This is Paul even admonishing the people of Corinth. Uh, this is the apostle paul speaking to the church of corinth and paul is telling the church of corinth that listen there is a need that you all speak one language there is a need that you people come together there is a need that you people be of one mind there is a need that you people be of the same judgment and what's time 
you know so paul was trying to tell the church that there is a need for togetherness there is a need that we come together even as one people as people of god as children of god because god has saved and has called you and i as a church as a whole even into one family and that family is the kingdom and the family of his dear son that is christ jesus and so when you read the bible in the book of romans chapter number 12 the verse number 5 he says that we being he says that so we being many we are all one one body even in christ jesus and every one member one of the other and so we are many as a people we come from different backgrounds we are many as people we some people come from the Volta region some people are ashanti some are you know some are guan some are this some are that but he's saying that even as many as we are we are one body in the lord jesus christ you see how this body is you see your human body you see this is the finger i mean these are the toes this is your leg this is your hip you know this is your butt this is your chest but you see the significant ones are not seen they are inside that's why when your kidneys are destroyed you will begin to die if god does not intervene you see the kidneys play a very important role even in the body but it is not seen the liver is there the pancreas is there your you know some things are there before some people will say pastor has backslide this morning i nearly said something <laughs> you see some some things are in the body that are not seen but all those things you know we are we are many we are many but in christ we are one body and it says that even though we are different people we are different members it says that we are one to one another and so christ you know through the apostle paul is trying to tell us no person culture is we have to be together there is a need that we speak one language there is a need that we are one mind there is a need that we have the same judgment and so the bible says in the book of galatians chapter 3 the verse number 28 or say in christ jesus there is neither jew nor greek it says there is neither slave nor poor nor rich and he went on to say that there is neither female or male for all of us are one in christ jesus and so in the lord jesus christ in the church what the apostle is trying to tell us is that we are one people we are one body and so there is no need for us to be divided amongst ourselves there is no need that this person says that i am for this pastor 
There is no need that this person says that I am for this, you know, department. And so when people in this group are doing something and I am supposed to partake, I won't do it. He's trying to tell us that all of us are one, even in the Lord. There is no male, there is no female, there is no Jew, there is no Greek. You know when you go to certain churches, it is tribal. You know, some churches they say it's I before sorry. But in the body of Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is no I there is no frafra. Hallelujah. And so the apostle Paul is trying to let us know that there is a need that we are joined together at all times, even as a church. There is a need that we come together at all times, even as a church. And so Paul said in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, the verse number 25, it says that do not forsake the assembling of yourselves even together, as it is the habit of some of you. It says, as it is the habit of some of you. Don't, you know, don't neglect the assembling of ourselves together. Say, fasting and prayers. Let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. We are one people and there is a need for togetherness. And so anytime the church is doing something, you must be there. You see, God has made it this way. Uh, I always say that God is a leader by example. Before God will tell man to rest on the Sabbath, he rested. Before God would do anything, you know, before he would tell us to do certain things, he himself did it. Listen, child of God, in this work of faith, in this life, in this church, you cannot walk alone. If you decide to be alone, and if you decide to isolate yourself, in the church in, in Christ Jesus, there is neither slave, there is neither rich nor slave. There is no poor or rich. There is no slave or free. We are all one people. It's good to respect yourself. But you must not neglect the assembly of the brethren because you know you feel you have you you, you have a certain standard. Before God will tell us even to be united, you notice that when God wanted to create man, God said something. He said that let us make man. Let us. Let us. Let us. That is
is where the togetherness, to, togetherness starts. He's trying to tell us that in this life we cannot go alone. You cannot be a loner. You won't me nante bakupena niema bi enye juma mao. A wise man said something. He said, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with people. You cannot reach your highest potential if you are walking alone. You can achieve something in life, but you cannot achieve your highest potential and you cannot do what God has purported or what God has destined for you to become and do when you are alone and nobody is helping or assisting you. That is why even Jesus Christ, you see, when he came into this world, he needed men, he needed people even to assist him to accomplish that purpose. Jesus could have just come and die. But he needed people, togetherness. He was together even with his disciples. And that is how he was able to attain and achieve his purpose and destiny. Even as he was assigned to come and achieve. Everybody in this world needs somebody. You see how our brothers came to dance here the other time. Maybe you were just looking at a dance, but I was looking at something as well. You see, for one to get to the highest, the top, where you were afraid. You see all of them had to come together and support the guy for the guy to reach the top. If you want to get to the peak of destiny and life, you need people around you. You need to be together and you need to be united and you need to be one even with God's people. Proverbs chapter 4, the verse number 9. It says that can two work together except they agree. It says that two are better than one because they have a great, a good reward for their labor. And so you see, they had a very great reward. They were able to shoot that one brother who needed to get to the top, to get to the peak of destiny. They had to push. Two was better. Three was better. Togetherness is very powerful. And when we come together to attain and achieve, say, you're about together to combine we must be combined this is a mixed fraction grammar my god <laughs> you see so i mean it is very powerful you see, even Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples, he says that when two agree on a thing on earth, it is what? 
given in heaven. Togetherness. He says that where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there. You see, you might, you might be sitting in your home and following Facebook. You might be sitting in your home and watching Aurora TV. It is good. But there is a certain kind of blessing that you will not receive when you are alone out there. Some of you are not going to church anymore because somebody hurt you. Somebody said something, Obi can be be offended when I will see where Jaya sorry a lady was speaking to me and the lady said to me that she went to see a pastor and the pastor, you know, they were alone in the office and the pastor began to do certain things and so she doesn't want to go to church anymore. Because one pastor did it doesn't mean all pastors are the same. And you cannot let a man make you miss your salvation. A man must not be your standard. Papa has been saying this thing that you don't go to a church that is near you. You go to a church that is near God. And so if the church near you messed up, look for a church that is near God and join that church. And the church that is near God one, number one, SRM. And that is where I am inviting you this morning even to come to. The Lord is in this house. And so togetherness is very powerful. Have you seen how the best in the air, the best in the air, if you lived in certain areas, if you live in Trasaco, where I live, you might not be seeing such bears. Mr. Trasaco, whether you like it or yes, I am there. You see, if, 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 you, you see how the bears, they used to fly together when it's about hitting the night. They, they fly together. They, are, they come together and then they fly together. You see, according to researchers, they said that they have come to an understanding that when the bears fly together, they don't use a lot of effort even to fly to get to, you know, uh, higher destinations. They require little effort because this one is keeping this one's company, this one is keeping this one's company, and so they are able to fly together and get to, you know, cross even a long distance in a short while but when the bird is one it can fly but it cannot cover that distance that the birds that are flying together will cover it will take a time days before it gets to a destination listen god in his own wisdom has programmed that we be cleaved together you need me i need you i tell you say sorry There is a need that we become one. We 
we are together a lot of people have stopped going to church because of offenses a lot of people have stopped serving God because of offenses and a lot of you have lost a lot of great and good friends because of offenses and bitterness and that is how little by little life is draining everything out of you because when you are there you are alone you don't get anybody even to encourage and talk to you that is what happened to Samson Samson did not have anybody even to advise him did you see in the Bible that Samson had a friend Samson walked alone and that is how his enemies were able to trap him and destroy him David had mighty men and so David was able to accomplish his assignment because he had people who were together one mind one heart they spoke the same language for God to you see men gathered together those who built the city of Babel the Bible says that they spoke one language and they were so powerful to the extent that God himself had to come down and confuse their language listen God wants us as a church to speak one language that language is love we must love one another we must have that heart to forgive one another we must have that heart to let go of bitterness of envy of hatred I'm telling you I was talking to Pastor Clement the other time I think last Wednesday or last two weeks Wednesday and he was sharing with me a vision he had and all that and I was telling him that this is so great because a blessing has also come to be a part of this church another grace has been released to come and be a part of this great commission for us to accomplish a specific task there is no need to envy somebody if I do well it is in the name of SRM if you are in a family if you do well it's in the name of your family somebody might be running faster than you it doesn't mean they are there there is something called the overtaking grace and anointing God can carry you without you running and those who have run the race and they are about to cross the finishing line God can just carry you like this or he can cause you to vanish just like Philip and you can just appear at the crossing line and you will just cross without running or anything there is a need for togetherness there is a need for love don't become like Judas oh Judas brother Judas I believe that when Judas saw how Jesus was relating with Peter John and uh, James I believe that Peter, uh, Judas you know became a little bit jealous in Crawford with me sure so and that is how you see the bible says that it's the little foxes the little foxes that spoils the grapevine the little things that we don't pay attention to it begins to pile up we will fight 
But they make amends. Yesterday, my sister went to eat my food. She came to our house. She, oh, eja, ediania me, just a midimania to ediania, so me pee numere. Also, for me, buy a. Oh! I went downstairs. I said, You know what? Don't come to my room again. If you come here, don't touch me. I mean, when she came this morning, we were talking. And I miss you. So, you can. You see, but in my mother's mind, she thought that we were arguing or something. I mean, we. You see, way better way now. So that is what makes us family. That is what makes us brothers and sisters. But when we fault one another, there is a need for forgiveness. There is a need that we let go. The first importance of you know togetherness is that we flourish when we are together. Psalm 92, the verse number 13. It says that them that are planted even in the house of God, they shall flourish in his courts. Them that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And so if you are planted in a church, if you are together with the brethren, if you are together with the church, you see, if you are planted, I was doing a search on uh, trees that grows longer. And I found out there is a tree called the red, red, red oak tree. And this tree can grow as, you know, far as 2,000 years. And I found out that for this tree to grow, you know, even to that extent, they are tied together they are tied together they are tied together and as they are tied together when the winds blow when the storms when the heat when the cold whatever that happens even if this one is not watered this one draws nutrients even from this one and that is how they flourish Listen, as you are in the church, as you join a Bible-believing church, as you fellowship with this church, you see, the words from one brother alone can be a source of encouragement to you to flourish even in your life. What somebody will say, the smile alone, the smile alone. I remember one time after service, I had uh, a sister, and the sister is married. Before you will say, Pastor has been going around. <laughs> the sister is married. And when I had the sister, the sister was so happy and she smiled and she said that for a long time I have never felt love like this before. You see, that is how we flourish, we encourage one another. When we are cleaved together as a people, your words of encouragement will go a long way to push somebody even in their life. That money that maybe you will give to somebody, that is how we flourish together. And so you must be planted in the church. Yes, he say, who do want Jim? 
Sir, and then all of us are growing together. We encourage one another. Hallelujah. The last thing that I'm talking about, even though that's not the last of all, but that's the last thing I am talking about. The importance of togetherness is that when we are together, there is a certain blessing and atmosphere we enjoy. Even as God's people. When we are together, we enjoy a certain blessing and atmosphere. Psalm 133. It says that how nice, one, two, three. It says that how nice and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. For it is like the ointment, the anointing. It's like the oil that runs from the head of Aaron. Even the beard of Aaron through to his skirt. It says that it's like the dew from Hebron that comes upon the mountain Zion. It says, there the Lord commands his blessing. Life forevermore. That is why the Lord commands his blessing. When brothers come together in unity, when we are assembled together in unity, when we are one mind, when we are speaking one thing, when our, our, our tongue is love, when somebody offends and we forgive, when bitterness is not in our heart, when we follow the man of God as he is following Jesus. You see, the problem with a lot of us, the problem with a lot of us believers is that we are followers, we are not students. We are just followers, we are not students. Oh, master, you know, we are just followers, we are not students. If you become a student, you learn and you begin to imitate the footpath of the man of God. And that is what God wants us to do. You don't just become a follower of this great commission. You must live an exemplary life. We have a noble man of God. A man of God with integrity. If you become a follower, you make sure that that integrity is inculcated into your spirit. You know that Papa won't be angry about insulting people anyhow. If you become a follower, you will just be, you see, when you become just a follower, sometimes you'll be blinded. But if you become a student, that is where you are able to pick a lot of things and you are able to tap into the grace of the man of God. Don't just be a follower, be a student. Don't just profess that you belong to this church. Let the church pass through you. Don't just pass through the church. Let us see the transformation in your life. He said that the Lord commands his blessing when brethren dwell together, even in unity, 
it is like the ointment the oil and that oil is the spirit that runs even from the head the anointing that runs from the man of God if you want to catch a certain blessing you might not you won't catch it online there are some blessings that you might not catch them on Facebook there are some blessings that you won't catch them on TikTok there are some blessings you won't catch them entirely on Aurora TV there are some blessings that you will enjoy and you will be able to catch when you come into this atmosphere when you come into this environment it says that it is like the ointment it's how nice and pleasant it is even for brethren to dwell together for it is like the oil that runs from the head of Aaron even down to his skirt even down to his beard through to his garment it says that that is how it is that is how the blessing of God even comes upon the people of God when they dwell together in unity when they become one when they speak one language when they have one tongue when they forgive one another when they let go of the bitterness when they let go of the hatred when they let go of the backbiting that this person has done this to me this person has done this to me and I am not going to forgive it says that that is where the Lord commands his blessing even life forevermore the Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 2 the verse number 1 and when the day of Pentecost had fully come the apostles were together in one accord they were together they were together it is the togetherness it was the togetherness in that one place that brought about the blessing of God and the spirit of God even from heaven there are some blessings that you cannot enjoy when you are not in the midst of the brethren when you are not in the midst of the assembly of the church there are some things that you cannot see be made manifest in your life that is why people say that when I came to SRM nobody prayed for me but I came here sick and I left healed it's because there is a blessing that God commands even in the house of the Lord when the people of God gather together and they begin to pray there is an intensity and there is kind of blessing that is released from the throne room of heaven because God doesn't see one man he see a lot of anointings that has come together he sees the anointing of our father he sees the anointing of our mother he sees the anointing of all that are gathered even together in the house of the Lord and the Lord releases certain blessings people of God that time is now that time is now for us to come together even as one body that time is now for us to let go of the hatred for us to let go of the bitterness for us to let go of the wrongdoing that this person has hurt me that this person has insulted me that this person has taken my money that time is now even to forgive one another and to speak that language of love and hold on to one another so that we can enjoy the fullness of the blessings even of the Lord in his house people of God when we are together we fight better when we are together
together we are more powerful when we are together we are able to support one another even the best when we are together the devil cannot come against us it says that when the enemy shall lift up the enemy shall come in like a flood you know the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard even against that enemy and that standard that the Lord lifts is the corporate prayer is the togetherness of the saints when the apostle Peter was arrested even in prison it was the togetherness it was the oneness of the church that brought about his release God brought some mighty power down because the church stood together and they prayed and as the church prayed that is how the blessing of the Lord was commanded down and the church was released even from their persecution people of God if you are in the church you enjoy benefits spiritual and physical benefits and you can only enjoy that benefits when you are always in the house of God when you are planted in his courts that is where you can enjoy even the blessing that comes even from on high for you to flourish and that time is now God is calling us together even into oneness God is calling us together even into togetherness God is calling us together even into oneness he is calling you and your husband even into oneness that marriage must be reignited again the friendship must be reignited again that is where the Lord is commanding the blessing that is where your blessing lies you cannot run fast you cannot go far if you want to go alone everybody needs somebody that is how the world operates God needed somebody even to accomplish his purpose even on this earth what makes you think that you don't need anybody everybody needs somebody you need me I need you I need you you need me we all need one another let us let go of the bitterness the hatred the malice the backbiting this is the time for us to let go of the hurt and past regrets because somebody hurts you doesn't mean everybody will hurt you God is a new God his blessings are new every morning everybody and how they operate and so you have to give yourself another chance to be loved you have to give yourself another chance to be cared for you have to give yourself the chance again even to trust again and that is where the lost blessing is about to be commanded even in your life if you are with me shout fire thank you for joining us this week on wind of revival podcast like what you had so